0: Part 2. Agricultural Revolution Figure 11 is a wall painting from an Egyptian grave dated to about 3,500 years ago depicting typical agricultural scenes Chapter 5. History's Biggest Fraud For 2.5 million years, humans fed themselves by gathering plants and hunting animals that lived and bred without their intervention. Homo erectus, Homo ergaster, and the Neanderthals plucked wild figs and hunted wild sheep without deciding where fig trees would take root, in which meadow a herd of sheep should graze, or which billy goat would inseminate which nanny goat. Homo sapiens spread from East Africa to the Middle East, to Europe and Asia, and finally to Australia and America. But everywhere they went Sapiens, too, continued to live by gathering wild plants and hunting wild animals. Why do anything else when your lifestyle feeds you amply and supports a rich world of social structures, religious beliefs, and political dynamics? All this changed about 10,000 years ago, when sapiens began to devote almost all their time and effort to manipulating the lives of a few animal and plant species. From sunrise to sunset, humans sowed seeds, watered plants, plucked weeds from the ground, and led sheep to prime pastures. This work, they thought, would provide them with more fruit, grain, and meat. It was a revolution in the way humans lived, the agricultural revolution. The transition to agriculture began around 9500 to 8500 BC in the hill country of southeast Turkey, western Iran and the Levant. It began slowly and in a restricted geographical area Wheat and goats were domesticated by approximately 9,000 BC, peas and lentils around 8,000 BC, olive trees by 5,000 BC, horses by 4,000 BC, and grapevines in 3,500 BC. Some animals and plants, such as camels and cashew nuts, were domesticated even later. But by 3,500 BC, the main wave of domestication was over. Even today, with all our advanced technologies, more than 90% of the calories that feed humanity come from the handful of plants that our ancestors domesticated between 9,500 and 3,500 BC. Wheat, rice, maize, called corn in the U.S., potatoes, millet, and barley. No noteworthy plant or animal has been domesticated in the last 2,000 years. If our minds are those of hunter-gatherers, our cuisine is that of ancient farmers. Scholars once believed that agriculture spread from a single Middle Eastern point of origin to the four corners of the world. Today, scholars agree that agriculture sprang up in other parts of the world not by the action of Middle Eastern farmers exporting the revolution, but entirely independently. People in Central America domesticated maize and beans without knowing anything about wheat and pea cultivation in the Middle East. South Americans learned how to raise potatoes and llamas. How and unaware of what was going on in either Mexico or the Levant. China's first revolutionaries domesticated rice millet, and pigs. North America's first gardeners were those who got tired of combing the undergrowth for edible gourds and decided to cultivate pumpkins. New Guineans tamed sugar, cane, and bananas, while the first West African farmers made African millet, African rice, sorghum and wheat conform to their needs. From these initial focal points, ag- agriculture spread far and wide. By the first century AD, the vast majority of people throughout most of the world were agriculturists. Why did agricultural revolution erupt in the Middle East, China, In Central America, but not in Australia, Alaska, or South Africa. The reason is simple. Most species of plants and animals can't be domesticated. Sapiens could dig up delicious truffles and hunt down woolly mammoths. But domesticating either species was out of the question. The fungi were too far too elusive, and the giant beasts too ferocious. Of the thousands of species that our ancestors hunted and gathered, only a few were suitable candidates for farming and herding. Those few species lived in particular places, and those are the places where agricultural revolutions occurred. scholars once proclaimed,